Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Hey, would you look who's back in the coaching ranks? Doc Rivers has returned. Stone the Banowitz hit the open. Just like you would expect, the fire hose is fully inserted in my mouth here. And uh, we've been blowing and going. And so. Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Labanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It doesn't matter what your name is. It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. I'm ready to pro- proclaim this, Theo. The last two days have been the best two days for the Miami Heat franchise since games, well, yeah, since games one and two of the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm. Wait, because I thought you were going to go back to like the day that Jimmy Butler was announced. Um, no, 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 no. Because there's been he's provided us plenty of really good days after. Yeah, that's that. true. That's true. Uh, but since games one and two of the Eastern Conference Finals, where the Heat won on the road, games one and two went up three games to none before going to Boston and breaking hearts in a game seven. The last two days have been the best two days for the Miami Heat since that time, mm. and it's because yesterday it's Terry Rozier who the Heat trade for, make themselves better, bringing in a dog, a man who's going to exemplify Heat culture. And then we find out yesterday, right after the show, and isn't that always the timing, too? Isn't that always the timing when uh, there's something awesome that takes place that we could riff on for an hour, two hours, and it happens right after we go off the air? The Milwaukee Bucks at 30-13, and 13, the two seed currently in the Eastern Conference with Giannis and Dame, they fire Adrian Griffin, their head coach. Fire him mm. after 43 games, and guess who's coming to the rescue? Our old friend, Mr. Can't Get Past the Second Round. Mr. Hasn't Been to a Conference Finals in 15 years Doc Rivers is, according to ESPN, the new head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. You know what this means? The Bucks' title hopes are dashed. <laughs> this is a great, Wait. great day for the Heat. It will come down to the Heat. It will come down to the Sixers. It will come down to the Celtics to determine who represents the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals. Doc Rivers, the postseason kiss of death, is in charge in Milwaukee. That means Giannis, see ya. Dame, I'm sorry it didn't have to be this way, but what a great day for the Heat and Heat culture. I'm just sitting back, Theo, and kicking my legs up. What a day. It felt like so much of a punchline headline that they would not just fire their coach while they're number two in the East, right? And, mm. and they're supposed to be a championship contender. But to go out and get Doc Rivers, who it feels like at this point we have a wide enough sample yeah. size of what Doc yeah, Rivers what has looked is. like in the modern NBA. Yeah. Like KG, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce, and Rajon Rondo, and, and Kendrick Perkins ain't walking through that door for that team. And I don't know nope. if it's going to be as beautiful. Like, is it, Did he sell them on 08 again? Is he still riding the high of 08? That Celtics franchise, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, uh, who else can I throw in there? Maybe no, Rondo won a title since then. Uh, Kevin Garnett. Oh, yeah. 
Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce. Kendrick Perkins. Big Kendrick baby. Perkins. Big baby but Davis. Kendrick Perkins went to a, at least went to a finals. No, let's right? not say he With went. With OKC. Oh, you're okay, talking about well, beforehand. He, I'm sorry. Okay, I thought you meant, I thought you meant yeah, like. It, oh, he did do that had, afterwards in 2012. He did, yeah. he did do that afterwards. But like, come on. Let's be How about right. the, the triumvirate of, of, of Doc Rivers, of Kevin Garnett, of Paul Pierce, they have lived off of one NBA championship. Eddie House. <laughs> one NBA championship. They've acted like they're a dynasty. <laughs> Doc Rivers is treated like he's coaching royalty. Doc Rivers hasn't been to an Eastern Conference final since 2010-2011. Doc Good. Rivers went to the Clippers one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years. Guess how many conference finals in that time with one of the more elite rosters in the NBA? Zero. Ooh. Three years with the 76ers, Embiid, and Maxi and Harden, and that whole collection before that Ben Simmons. One, two, three, no conference finals. Guys, it's been it's been damn near 15 years since Doc Rivers was in a conference finals, and the Bucks are hiring him to get them to the finish line with a must-win team with Giannis and Dame. Man, does it make you appreciate the heat. Mm, Ooh, mm, boy. Mm. Oh, boy. This is the greatest possible news, guys. Like, I, I hate to come off like this, but I'm feeling cocky. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling cocky about the heat chances. This is after some listless losses at home to the Hawks, on the road against the Magic. But you have Rozier and the Bucks hiring Doc Rivers in back-to-back days. What's not to love about the heat chances now? The, the biggest thing about what the Milwaukee Bucks did right here is, again, their record's going to be good. They're going to finish yeah. top two, top three in the East. But it does feel like there is a certain amount of vulnerability that comes with Doc Rivers' coach teams when it comes to the postseason. And you mix that in with you name the other contenders in the East, and you want to talk about vulnerable in the postseason, <laughs> the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, they can be had. When was the last time Joel Embiid's been in the Eastern Conference Finals? Uh, that as would great be as he is. Never. Yep. The the Boston Celtics, the, the Miami Heat are so far in those dudes' heads. I don't even know if they'll show up to a series if they do have to meet the, the Miami Heat when it comes May or comes, uh, I guess, yeah, when it comes May. The only thing I can say about this is the, the Milwaukee Bucks still do have the roster and they still do have I was gonna go. the Giannis of it all. I don't know if we can be so bold and confident, Stone, right? Like, that's that's going to be a little bit tall of a task to get over. But uh, also, we've seen the Heat do it before over Giannis. Right. And we've seen and them do it multiple times. They might know. have the roster, but the Heat went in and beat that roster in five last year as an eight seed. And this Bucks team is objectively significantly worse defensively yeah. than they were a they year ago. Had. Yeah, but don't so, you think that Doc can benefit with the veterans or at least – he has the veterans. Okay, uh, he had plenty of veterans uh, in Philly. What 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 happened there? <laughs> well, James Harden I would happened say, there. Who are we considering? He had plenty of veterans, veterans with the Clippers. PJ what happened there? Yeah. Okay, I, I, what I, happened? What 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 happened with the Clippers? There were plenty of veterans on that team. It's not like he inherited a bunch of youngsters, like he inherited Oklahoma City or anything like just that. Just the, the the bona fide, the Chris Middletons. I mean, Connington's played in big games. Giannis, Dame, uh, did the you, Lopez. Did the second name that you just mentioned? <laughs> did you just drop a Pat Connington as the second legitimate Bucks veteran? Come on, man. Connington's got a ring. I mean, what are we doing here? Pat yeah. Connington's been around for a while, and he's a he's a big part. He's an Ken, integral part of that Milwaukee Kendrick Bucks Perkins team. Perkins has a ring. <laughs> Perk's Kendrick a legend. Perkins has a ring.
We can act like Perk's not a legend and at one point wasn't a vet. Okay, Perk's not a legend. I mean, this Milwaukee Bucks team is one of those teams I feel like that could benefit from one of us out there coaching. Like, they don't need us. Yeah. Right? Just, like, well, iron us I, out. I think I think that they would benefit better from Adrian Griffin coaching them <laughs> than us, and they determined that that wasn't the case. Uh, it has been it has been 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years since Doc Rivers led a team to a conference finals. The goal for the Bucks is not conference finals. This is very much a you need to get the job done and you've got about two seasons to do it. And the fact that the Bucks are tabbing Doc Rivers mm. to replace Adrian Griffin after 43 games is objectively hilarious because it shows that Doc Rivers still, still, after consistently coming short of anything notable in the postseason, still has this reputation as one of the top coaches in the game. And I would argue, Theo, there is nothing in the last especially seven, eight years that would dictate to anybody that Doc Rivers is one of the best coaches in the game who's able to maximize what he has. No, it's hard to argue for that, especially when the when the barometer is championship, when the barometer is we want to be hoisting the Larry OB at the end of the year because Doc Rivers hasn't done that in these in this uh, decade. On top of that, though, don't you also feel like this is kind of a desperation hire for them? Like Total. The problem, it was a desperation fire followed by a desperation hire. Yeah, because there was turmoil within the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, see what you did there. Giannis. Yeah. Wait, what, I, what did I do? A, he did it? It was a bar. It was a bar. It was a bar for show. Sure. Well, run it back. Right. I wasn't even paying attention. Do it again. It was a desperation fire followed by a desperation hire. Well, it, I mean, it was a good one. I mean, he said desperation twice. If there was a second one for desperation, I would have, like a synonym. No, but fire and hire rhymed. Yeah, fire and hire is really where yeah, the Yeah, like the repetition together. is what makes that okay. bar, though. It's Ken Carter. We I have mean, to. That's nicely done. <laughs> All right, we're going to 888-760-3776. Was that a bar? Was that a bar? Was that yeah. a bar? Um, and again, yeah. it was what? Say it again. It was a desperation hire. It was the Bucks. It was a desperation fire followed by a desperation hire. Okay. I mean, Ooh. that was good. I think that was actually good. I, I don't know if it deserved the pause and then the recognition of it, I think. I think okay. that's what kind of... That's fair. Just let that one go. But Ken well, is so good. Ken Levicka, <laughs> Ken Levicka, this is, this is it. And, and Stone Labanowitz is just buttering you up so that you can treat him better when you get back here to the studios. You are so good at this, and you are so loquacious and, and great at your job that that's par for course to me. I was right. going to say, it didn't stand out to you because it didn't stand uh, out. Well excellence is just a part of the, uh, the two-hour experience. Now who's really buttering him up? Yeah, yeah. And if, you're, if you're talking about Ken you know, treating me better when he gets back, are you saying that he doesn't treat me good right now? No, no. Okay. Just Not making, from afar, man. Just making sure. Yeah. Out, of sight, out of sight, out of mind with Ken. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, I, I do feel like I'm being a little bit cocky here with the Heat because yeah, the Heat offensively are a disaster. But that said, I've seen the Heat smack Doc Rivers around over and over and over again, and most especially an Eric Spolstrick coach team smack Doc Rivers around over and over and over again, no matter the roster, whether it's LeBron, whether it's Jimmy, whether it's D. Wade, they find a way, and Doc Rivers hasn't shown any ability to go deep into the postseason. This was, as as Theo put it, a desperation hire, but I think a lot of it is the name Doc Rivers still, at Mm -hmm. first instance, people will say, oh, the great Doc Rivers, but there's nothing in the recent past to suggest that he's actually the great Doc Rivers, <laughs> and so this is the problem. I don't know if the way that he navigated that Clippers franchise through the Sterling disaster 
that was and how the team came together or he's great in it, crisis he is great he, in crisis he's, great he's shown in to be crisis. good yeah like if if Giannis goes and like punches a stripper he's going to do a great job of navigating the bucks through that crisis but when it comes to winning big games in the postseason that's going to become problematic for them I feel so good about the heat ability now to tread water to where if they put themselves in a conducive playoff situation they're going to have the upper hand because they got better yesterday, and they've got Spo at the helm against Doc Rivers mm. as potentially the one seed and Joe Missoula at the helm of that Boston team. I mean, it's just such a mismatch at this point, and it reminds me, it reminds me of my Chicago White Sox, my favorite, my favorite baseball team. They had a roster to win the World Series. So what did they do? They went out and to take them over the top, they got Tony La Russa. About seven years past being able to string together coherent sentences, let alone put out a batting order that was going to succeed and teach fundamentals that was going to succeed and handle a pitching staff the way in which it needed to be handled. And what happened? Tony LaRussa, in his last go-around as a Major League Baseball manager, exits in disgrace, falling asleep in the dugout, becoming a meme, and that White Sox team collapsing into obscurity, and now they're arguably one of the worst teams in all of baseball in just about a two-and-a-half-year time. Go, goes Anderson! Go, goes Anderson! The shortstop knocked out at second base during a game in Cleveland, like legitimately knocked out in a baseball fight. Tony La Russa was a recycled coach or manager who's gotten one too many chances, and I have a feeling the Milwaukee Bucks are going to find out the hard way that Doc Rivers has been given one too many chances, just like the Philadelphia 76ers did the last three years. A, a few things. Theo, do you feel dirty every time he talks about the Chicago White Sox? It's like uh, he's talking about his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like just I, no, the problem is myself. they're still my girlfriend. That's the problem. <laughs> like, I'm still in a relationship with them. That's <laughs> right. on me. I acknowledge that. You're sicko. Uh, they're a they're a trash bag, but they're a trash bag who, you know, they go out with their girls and then they come back and they're feeling a little frisky. And I like that action. Ooh. You know? uh, she uh, she doesn't pay her bills. She doesn't uh, uh, she doesn't really work much, but <laughs> she goes out and she comes home and she she treats daddy well sometimes. And then I keep oh, coming yeah. back for more. And then uh, I keep being disappointed over and over and over again. Guys, and I hate to take us off of this comparison and this analogy because it is great. Uh, there's a developing news story here with Shams. Oh they just tweeted out about the whole Doc Rivers Milwaukee oh Bucks situation. Oh uh, should we do? Does this deserve breaking news? Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Let's go ahead. Right. Breaking news on ESPN 106.3 is brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. If your vehicle has issues with braking or other issues, get it fixed right, right now at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. This, according to the Twitter account of Sham Sharania senior lead in NBA insider for the athletic. The Bucks started discussions with Doc Rivers as an informal consultant in early December and Tuesday begin working towards a lucrative contract to have him replace Adrian Griffin as head coach. Oh my God. As reported in the athletic. How dirty <laughs> that Doc Rivers is a dirty Mac. Is it any different than Gerard Mayo and the New England Patriots? No. No, because Bill that Belichick was a coach in waiting. Yeah. Was that, that was waiting. Doc was their coach waiting. No. Doc no, this is this and, is a state job, dog. Another another <laughs> thing about this too, think about Yo. Doc Rivers, I suppose now former employer 
as of like now, ESPN. This guy is the lead analyst mm. on the number one broadcast team on ESPN alongside Mike Breen. And he jumps on as a consultant to the Bucks. Doesn't that feel a little unethical? Yeah. Doesn't that feel a Come little on. bit conflict of interesty? And then it all turns out that if you want to make the leap that he was sort of digging and digging and digging, if he's the consultant, what's he consulting? Hey, I think that Giannis and uh, and Adrian Griffin, it's not working. They're not getting along. Uh, that's what I see. That's what I'm consulting. You know who who might be able to, to <laughs> develop a good relationship with, uh, with Giannis is um, me. Now, where's my consulting check? <laughs> I, how, how do we not make that leap Come to on, that, dog. right? I mean, Theo, that's so damn dirty. That is dirty macking at his finest, and he's doing it professionally. And, and I don't understand how simultaneously the dude's the lead analyst for ESPN, uh, NBA on ESPN. He's doing a, a, the Ringer podcast with Bill Simmons. His voice is huge in the media right now. And we got to go back and take a look at some of these clips and some of his takes on the Milwaukee Bucks because now we know he was a double agent also working for the Milwaukee Bucks, consulting them on their future, which he then led them to hire himself less yeah. than two months after being – or what? If he got hired in December as a less consultant. Less than a month, like a month. This dude got on the inside and immediately stole Adrian yeah. Griffin's job. I, I got to respect the hustle. <laughs> I mean, that is so – Dirty. Because their, yeah, defense, a, their defense is I mean, flawed. What if he's just pointing it out? Hey, guys, this is what's going on that defense. Here's what I can do to fix it. That's crazy. Oh, my God, man. That's crazy. I, what a dog. I got to go Doc back and Rivers. see if there's some history between Doc Rivers and Adrian Griffin. I know yeah. they're both former players. I wonder if they cross paths. This could be personal. This could I mean, be a 25 year plan. If I were by Adrian Doc Rivers. Griffin, I'd make sure in the parking lot later today we'd be crossing he's paths. He's done. I mean, that is crazy. Isn't this Adrian Griffin's like first? Year yeah. with the Bucks, and it lasted forty-three games, and then Doc Rivers came in and torpedoed him. I'd be waiting <laughs> in the parking lot to throw hands. I'd be waiting I'd be on his front door. Sure, yeah, right. Yeah, I'd be. Yeah, exactly. I'd be ringing the doorbell. I'd be in his bedroom, Doc Rivers' household, in his bedroom, uh, like closet, like just waiting. <laughs> Doc Rivers, this to me screams of one yeah. too many chances. <laughs> the the the. the the Bucks vibe wow. is objectively bad. No, it's I mean, not. The, the Milwaukee Bucks vibes They're are They're 30 bad. and 13. They the vibes are bad, their though. Soul. They have sold their soul to the recycled coach, Devil. Dame time Doc just Rivers. went off last week. Dame time at the buzz. Their vibes are immaculate. Shyster. He's a shyster, <laughs> a shady shyster. Yeah. <laughs> and now this means the Bucks. It was bad enough that Doc Rivers was going to become their head coach to save the day. Now we know how Doc Rivers got the job, and he went in there, and he just sort of uh, he double-crossed Adrian Griffin. I mean, the vibes are bad. Which recycled coach has gotten one too many chances? The Bucks are going to find out that Doc Rivers has gotten one too many chances. Tony LaRusso, White Sox, he got one too many chances. Which recycled coach has gotten one too many chances? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Which recycled coach has gotten one too many chances? 888-760-3776. Or as we'll call it today, docked.
Oof. Which team, which coach has has docked himself uh, and which franchises have allowed themselves to be docked over the last several years? Which recycled coach has gotten one too many chances? Who comes to mind, Theo, uh, following the uh, the Doc Rivers, Tony LaRusa blueprint? I think the easiest one for me, and, and you guys can relate heavily to this because, I mean, he's currently, or he was a coach of Stone Labana, which is his current favorite NFL team. And he was a coach for you, Ken Levicka, your current NFL team. Oh, uh, we're Adam Gase in it, aren't we? We're going to go ahead and go Adam Gase. And I think <laughs> I think the most egregious part of the Adam Gase experience is that it happened within his own division where he was literally incompetent right. for one team the and then got team directly hired afterwards. Well, here's the problem. The only team he was competent against was the team that hired him. Yeah, that's so they just took a six-game sample size. And they said, oh, he beat us five times, so good enough for us. Instead of looking at the entire body of work and the fact that Adam Gase is an objectively weird human being who absolutely face-planted his final three seasons as the Dolphins' head coach. And in one second, they said, hey, come coach the Jets. And in very predictable fashion, that thing was a dumpster fire. I mean, you're totally right. Adam Gase absolutely got one too many jobs. And unfortunately, it came at the expense of one of the more embarrassing franchises in the entire NFL in the same division. They didn't learn a lesson. And I think that's what makes it bad. He, it's not like he had job after job after job after this because right. there's a long list of coaches that have done that where they've parlayed bad coaching jobs into more bad coaching jobs. But the fact that he was literally head coach Miami Dolphins for those three years and it sucked and a team in his own division hired him the very next year for the very same job. And then they were like, wait, what the hell? Adam Gase isn't good? Like, I don't understand how you make that you make that kind of a, a colossal mistake within Stone, your own division as well. Stone, is it accurate to say that Adam Gase contributed to the ruination of uh, Sam Darnold? Ooh, it's a really tough one to answer, actually. Because Adam Gase was the head coach when he was seeing ghosts. <laughs> it's just so hard to to find proof of that. I mean, okay, I mean you can watch the tape. What job has Adam Gase had since? What what job has Adam Gase had since? Oh, last in a prominent job. role. But I, I don't think I'm willing to go out on a branch and say that's the case. I think Sam Darnold is going to do it anyway. Okay, that's fine. I mean, it's fine. Sam Darnold looked right. fine with Kyle Shanahan. Of course he did cuz it's Kyle Shanahan. Are you going to compare Kyle Shanahan to Kyle Adam Shanahan Gase is that is we're a, doing? I mean, you could call him a ghostbuster. Hey. Ooh, how about that? <laughs> Uh, by the no. way, Adam Gase literally has not had a job in the NFL since the Jets hi- uh, fired him. I'm sure that's by his choice. He could obviously go do what Matt Nagy's doing with the Chiefs, right? Like, you can get burned and then go find yourself on another Theo, staff. what exactly is Matt Nagy doing <laughs> yeah. with the Chiefs right now? He's hanging out, oh, he's, having a good time. He's leading him to a Super Bowl. Mahomes, hey, ride Mahomes' coattails. Hey, no, you know what he's doing? Hey, Miko Hardman, I know you fumbled your last... Uh, touch. We're going to give you another another one in the fourth quarter uh, with the season on the line right here on the goal line. For all we know, know, Nicole could have had a phenomenal week of practice. Oh, yeah. He could have executed that play inside the five every time, whether they walked through it, went 11 on 11, the inside drill. I mean, they're like, Nicole, you're definitely going to get the shot in the game. You've shown us we can trust you during this week of practice. You just didn't execute it (laughs) when when money was on the wood. Well, I. I would have given him that excuse if Miko didn't already put one on the turf earlier in the game. That's the only drawback I have in all of this. Because at the very least, you got to be telling him the last thing you can do is reach for the pylon. You've already fumbled once. Yeah, so, I mean, that's true. That's but maybe true. he just went against the coach's can, wishes. Can, can I take a whack at knocking you off your high horse and the Miami Heat off their high horse right now? Sure, whack me. 
Oh, yeah. You guys in space here? I mean, you walked right into that, dude. I mean, you walked right <laughs> Oh, my God. Here's a theoretical series, Bryce, that I just came up with. If the Milwaukee Bucks were to meet the Miami Heat in round one of the NBA playoffs. Uh-huh. You can tell me if you like it or you don't like it. I think the Milwaukee Bucks would be minus 350 to, to get out of that round one over the Miami Heat. So you're talking about you're more confident than ever. Things are flowing. You love where it's at right now. I mean, yeah. nobody's yeah, given the Heat a shot. I, I know they did I it last year. I bet that number was significantly greater yep. uh, just, going into last year. It was just 10 months ago. Coach. I think it was 450. Yeah. I think it was closer to 500, but it would be 350 right now if you walked into that tomorrow or I think when the time Theo, came, which is going to come. Theo, ask me, ask me how I feel about those those numbers, minus 350. How do you feel about those numbers, man? They mean nothing to me. Mm. They might as well be Mandarin. All right. They might as well be. Then play play the plus 200 on the money line when the time comes. Put your money where your mouth is. That's been found 300 feet beneath the ocean. Then put your money where your mouth is. don't care. Take that for data. Doc Rivers in the Ken Levicka book, in my book, Send your money my way. The Ken Levicka <laughs> line, the Ken Levicka book. Let's it's hear it. Advantage Heat. Advantage Heat because Doc Rivers is the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. All right. Well, they go to and, Milwaukee Tuesday, February 13th. So it's time to put up or shut up when that time comes. <laughs> oh, my. Doc, no, that's fine because Doc Rivers. Season. Doc, yeah, Doc Rivers is a regular season merchant, whereas Spo, when it counts, that's when his mastery rises to the top. Which recycled coach has gotten Wasn't one too bar. many chances? Doc <laughs> Rivers is right. I know I tried. Doc, I, I'm not going to hit it every time. Yeah. Uh, Doc Rivers, one too many chances. The Bucks are going to find that out just like the 76ers found that out. Tony LaRusso, White Sox, he got one too many chances. Adam Gase. How? Why did the Jets hire him? Speaking of a recycled coach who got one too many chances. With Doc Rivers back and he's in charge of the Bucks. which recycled coach has gotten one too many chances? To you, who comes to mind? Which recycled coach has gotten one too many chances? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Which recycled coaches have gotten one too many chances. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Levicka, Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3. See me because you're in the ESPN West Palm, the Square Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. I am at what appears to be my second home, ESPN Houston. Yeah. Shout out to the fellas, man. My, my first internship, ESPN 97.5. Yeah. I appreciate all the fine folks yeah, for out the red carpet for me, man, Woo. because they have saved my ass on this trip. I, this has been the worst FAU trip of my entire career. Damn. I'll explain later. So I appreciate ESPN Houston for being there for me. You can't see me, though, but I'm glowing. I am glowing. Doc Rivers is back in charge of a prominent Eastern Conference team, and it bodes so well. For the heat. Uh, Theo, I thought I heard you say, too, you didn't get a sip of coffee during the break. 
You want to go do that while I tell people about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care? Yeah, I just ran and got one, but I'll get another. Oh, okay, yeah. Go ahead and get another All sip. Right. I'll, I'll, uh, are you experiencing foot it. and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine, Medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. You know, I just I've, I've, play by a different I, I've set of rules it. over here, Kenny. What happened? Why? What happened? What happened? I think I swallowed an ice cube. I, I keep iced my, coffee. I keep my cup of coffee on me. It's hidden. Oh, it's against the different. rules. And if somebody was why to come sniff it out. To that? I mean, yeah, why would you say, you know that the. Because I don't want to get up out so of the seat. Dumb. When I want caffeine, I take a sip. It's played by different. I'm, I'm a man. Well, you know that we have speakers in this office, right? Right. And, and you know our, that this is going out to thousands and thousands and thousands of people yeah. in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast and dozens of people, <laughs> more importantly, in the ESPN West Palm offices. Well, listen. Dave McGarver Druder, our ops guy here, yeah. who, who who set those guidelines, the rules. The bus. No, it's his rules. You're, no beverages in here. He's at a doctor's appointment right now. Oh, this he's guy. not in the office. This I imagine he's guy. not listening right now. <laughs> so talking a little spicy right here. And Dave, if you are listening, <laughs> you know exactly where I'm sitting. I'm expecting Dave to come like bust through that door like <laughs> the swear cool I man and just <laughs> just start <laughs> wailing on stone. His doctor appointment was at like ten, so it's been two and a half. Yeah, hours. I was gonna I no say idea. this is. This is a dude who can fix microphones with, like, toothpicks and chewed gum. Yeah. And you don't think that he's found a way to hear what you just admitted to? You are a foolish man, Stone Lebanowitz. There's going to be reckoning coming your way, <laughs> I have a feeling. Uh, speaking of reckoning real quick, I just want to get this off my chest one final time. The Heat, despite all their offensive deficiencies, they go, they get Terry Rozier yesterday to – now immerse him in heat culture. I'm so heartened to see how excited he is and to come under the tutelage of the best coach in the NBA, Eric Spolster. And this is just a difference between franchises. The Heat, they have their leader, and they go and they populate the roster and they find ways to get themselves in positions to make deep playoff runs. And then there's the Milwaukee Bucks, who hire a consultant in Doc Rivers who within the month has already wedged himself in that coaching door, does Adrian Griffin dirty, says, oh, I'll fix it, I'll fix it. (laughs) All while not being to a conference finals in the last 12 years, Philadelphia was one job too many for recycled Doc Rivers. And now the Bucks, because people know who Doc Rivers is in, are going to bring Doc Rivers in to save the day? That? is poverty franchise behavior and Doc Rivers doing Adrian Griffin dirty and you can't tell me otherwise now that we're starting to understand the dynamics and the specifics of how he came to be the head coach the vibes around the Bucks are so bad and I haven't felt as good about the heat chances winning the East again since last year's first two games of the Eastern Conference mm. Finals Doc's back in Milwaukee Bucks fans enjoy Cancun <laughs> It's as simple as that. 
So they should already be booking their trips for Cancun. Should it be a yeah. fir- is it a first round exit, second round exit? Because I know it's not going to be the, the conference yeah. finals. What I would do is I would just choose a a window late April to early May. Okay. Late April to early May, and maybe you want to get a little insurance, uh, just in case you need to push it back a week, in case the Bucks win a couple of games. But you're going to be clear by mid May. Okay. Just just know that. Just know that. <laughs> we got to send this to uh, GKB Milwaukee. We got yeah. us in this uh, All our friends up there at uh, ESPN Milwaukee, ESPN Madison, our sister stations. I, I, I'm warning you, and I tried to warn you, and here's your new reality. Which recycled coach has gotten one too many chances like Doc Rivers? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Uh, Ed messages in... Uh, Dennis Allen, I think Saints fans probably would agree with that, no? Uh, well, so he left and came back, or, or he got elevated? I mean, what's the whole Dennis Allen story? Nah, because I feel like he's just, just been he got, there. He got fired with the Raiders, and then he sort of existed for a little bit, and the Saints said, that's our guy, to replace Sean Payton, and it led to no postseason, and his team openly defying him on the final day of the season, yeah. and Jameis justifying it after the game. That's not good. Uh, Bill mm. Parcells. Bill Parcells. I would argue that him taking over the Dolphins' front office, that was one job too many. Mm. You could argue that him being the head coach of the Cowboys was one job too many. Certainly taking over the Dolphins' front office, where other than that wild and some might call it fluky year in 2008, he did nothing but really hurt that franchise from a player acquisition standpoint. I think that's pretty good there from Ed. Bill Parcells definitely got one too many chances. Did, did you guys know that Willie Taggart was the running back coach for the Baltimore Ravens right now? I did. I did. Um, are you are you suggesting Willie Taggart is uh, is in this discussion of getting one too many chances? And yes, I was aware he's the running backs coach of the Ravens. I just well, number one, I went to go check on Willie Taggart to see where he was at right now, just to see if he got another uh, head coaching job in college football, and I didn't notice. Um, and then I saw that, and it just I, it it was worthy of me bringing up. I don't think he's gotten one too many chances. I think that after the Florida Atlantic job. Um, if there was another head college football coaching job afterwards, I might have thrown his name in that hat, but um, I, I won't go that far. Now, there some, are some people in some, Tallahassee that would. Well, I think there's some people in Boca that would argue yeah. that Willie Taggart got one too many chances. Yeah, it's right? a fair, it's a it's a very fair assessment. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. But right now, he's in the AFC conference, you know, championship game. So hey. Can I uh, get a little peek behind that 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 wall here? So Steve Paltino just broke into the studio. Mid show, he walked in. Yeah, mid show. So you know, I'm mute my mic. I you know, do a little handshaking, a little elbow rubbing. Hey, what's up, did Steve? He hear, did he hear you uh, say that you were <laughs> openly violating beverage rules? Well, I was hoping he didn't. And by the thing that he said first, I realized he didn't. So uh, all clear there. But you know, he said, "What are you guys talking about today?" I said, "Oh, I'm just making fun of the box." Ken's making fun of the box. The doc oh. hire. And this is why I love Steve, because me and Steve seem to be aligned on a lot of things when it comes to sports, and I I take a lot of pride in that. He goes, oh, man, that's such a good fit. I think they're going to do really well. Just the complete opposite of what we're talking about on this show. (laughs) Steve just walks out and says, oh, man, it's a really good fit. I'm excited. I think they're going to do really well, and then walked off, and I'm like, oh, my God. Well, you realize, though, you realize that when it comes to the Bucks. Yep. This That's company business for yeah. good karma brands. We're in business with the Bucks. Yeah, we uh, we we technically own a, a share 
<laughs> of the Milwaukee Bucks. So what Steve is doing there, no, I'm not calling him a liar. All I'm saying is that I think his judgment is clouded by his business. Okay, right on, right on, right kind, on. Kind of right? like when the Bucks asked Doc Rivers who should be the next head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. There's some, um, there's some interest there. There's some uh, conflicting interest there uh, for right. Steve Policiner. Right, right. So all I'm saying is that, again, I don't think he's being disingenuous, but I think that his brain is so programmed to, hey, how can we make some money? How can we do some deals? How can we make some business? Of course his brain goes to, Doc Rivers, great fit. This is what the Bucks needed. Because, you know, if business is good for Good Karma Brands, our parent company, when the Bucks make a deep run. What I'll say, though, is bleep the Bucks. Business is also good for ESPN West Palm when the Heat make a deep run. Yeah. That's right, I baby. That. Hey, I also have this comparison to Doc Rivers, Mike McCarthy. Any difference between the two, or are they the same exact coach? Right, both got wow. a ring. Oh boy, that in, in I actually case. I love that comparison. Wow, it was around I'm the actually, same year. I'm gonna put is Doc Rivers the Mike McCarthy of the NBA? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Social media at KLV one oh six three is Doc Rivers oh. the Mike McCarthy of the NBA? And I would almost objectively say yes. That's superb. He's not beating those allegations. Like, no. if we put up a, a graphic, if we had one of those nice, right. fancy TV graphics and we're having this discussion and put their comparison side to side, it would be like, well, it would be the Spider-Man meme. It I absolutely love that. Wow. I absolutely love that. But the only difference is Mike McCarthy hasn't done his coaching predecessor dirty yeah. like Doc Rivers appears to have. I mean, Doc Rivers burrowed his way in there, burrowed his way in there like a, uh, like a mole. Like mm. a basketball mole. How do we not know Mike McCarthy didn't dirty Mac on Jason Garrett? I mean, who knows? Because Jason he was Garrett coaching. was the head coach for like 18 years, man. Also, Mike McCarthy was busy uh, failing with the Packers at that time. Right. He was still with the Packers uh, being Mike McCarthy, <laughs> winning regular season games, and then him and Aaron Rodgers together. My God, what a postseason conflagration that is. And then uh, yeah, Jason Garrett. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, would argue, <laughs> I would argue within the Dallas Cowboys tenure of Jason Garrett, he got like three to many chances yeah yeah he definitely did yeah 100%. like you can have that job and still be getting too many chances uh throughout your tenure uh doc rivers near the end of the boston celtics reign was probably getting too many chances the celtics reign definitely getting too many chances and now he's just flat out always getting too many chances which recycled coach has gotten one too many chances. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. And is Doc Rivers the Mike McCarthy of the NBA? Stone, i got to be quite honest. That's one of the most impressive, impressive things you've ever done on this show. Hey, yeah. I appreciate that. There was something that you guys had said earlier where I'm like, oh, my God, this sounds a lot like our Dallas Cowboys talk. <laughs> like, like, there are a lot of parallels here. Yeah. Does this mean he's Mike McCarthy? And I put it down. Hey, I appreciate that. That's Can pretty we- good. If we're going to call Doc Rivers dirty for elbowing out Adrian Griffin, I mean, doesn't Giannis have to get some of this blame? I vividly remember a couple of If LeBron's going to get it, Giannis better get it. Yeah. Adrian Griffin's trying to substitute Giannis out of the game, and Giannis brushes him off. Yeah. And, and it motions to, I can't remember who it was, uh, a teammate to come off the floor. I'm staying out. And Adrian Griffin just, like, ate it. Uh, this, make no mistake. Giannis played a big part in this. Yeah. He is turning into LeBron-esque coach killer now. Yeah, he has now two bodies in the span of what? When did Coach Bud get fired? Was it? It's less than a year. It's definitely less yeah, than so a year. He's at, yeah, so he has two coaching bodies in less than a year, and now he has Doc Rivers, so that's inevitably going to end bad. So he's going to have three, 
And I do think he's starting to do his best LeBron James impression. He needed the championship and the legitimacy behind his name first. But another thing, a sneaky thing about Giannis, because, and I'm a huge Giannis fan, no bigger fan on this show of Giannis than me. He also does a little bit of LeBron thing in the offseason where he's applying pressure to the franchise. Remember, he's part of the reason, the biggest reason why Damian Lillard is there because he put the pressure on before he would sign that extension to get Lillard in-house. Who did he have to give up to get Lillard? The same guy that he applied pressure for two or three years ago in Drew Holiday. So it's weird. He is starting to do a really big LeBron impression, but he does it behind that accent and that big, great smile. And he doesn't take all the heat for it. And he does that thing where he's like, oh, I just tried a Twinkie for the first time. Yeah. Where was this all my life? Okay, that's Cream a- filling, delicious. <laughs> like, and then we're like, oh, Giannis is so innocent and foreign. You're right. He has a Disney movie yes. you know, about his yes. like, upbringing yes. and, and hides, everything. Right. He hides behind his his Greek charm. Yes. Like, oh, look, Fruit Loops, fruity circles. <laughs> Who knew this was a delicious breakfast treat? What? Meanwhile, uh, he's saying okay. Adrian Griffin. He's like, hey, Adrian Griffin, that guy sucks. That Get him is, out of here. I'm Giannis and I run things. That is an Indian That's accent. what I'm about to say. I know. That's an I can't Indian do a, accent. You I sound like the dude it. from The Simpsons. I'm going to get the I Fruit know. Loops. Yeah, like. yeah, I'm giving an effort. I'm not yeah, saying it's perfect it's and I'm workshopping it. But, yes, I understand the that pro- me trying to do Greek or European He's, evolved into Indian. It ain't he, your Patrick Mahomes. He, Giannis doesn't have a Greek accent. He has a Nigerian accent, a I Nigerian believe. A Nigerian accent is someone that's from the problem. Greece. And then a little Greece twing. You can't well, say that in confidence. He obviously has some Greek slang in there and some oohs yeah, and ahs. A little bit. But he, and, his, and I also, too, I risk being fired if yeah, I admit, yeah, hey, I, hey, guys, yeah. I'm going to workshop a Nigerian no, accent. Don't just, okay? I would stay away from it. I would stay away from it. But it is that's an accent good. indeed, yeah. and it's charming. And yeah. I think he gets away with a lot of stuff that LeBron Agreed. wouldn't. You the dire Agreed. hero, or you live long enough to become the villain? This is the arc. This is what it is. Maybe it's normal, and we give LeBron flack for no reason. Like maybe this is how it's supposed to go. No, <laughs> no. LeBron's the most prominent coach killer in the history of sports. Because you can't handle the pedigree, the standard that these guys bring to the table. Sometimes as a coach, I mean, you don't have the same priorities as Giannis does. Also, That's not crazy. Should we not? Maybe we shouldn't be blaming LeBron or Giannis. We should be blaming the organization because LeBron, in his coach-killing ways, there was one franchise where he never got away with it at. Yeah. And that's Miami. That's right. So I think it's a difference where it's a top-down thing. When you go to a franchise that is so shaky up top that you're able to cause enough discourse to make things happen and, and take control of the franchise, then, yes, LeBron and Giannis can do that. But that wouldn't shake on South Beach, as they like to say in the national media, but really well, on Biscayne Boulevard. <laughs> I also think the the NBA lends itself because of the egos involved and because of how one player can take over an entire franchise and lead them to victories. The NBA is most vulnerable to uh, complete insecurity in its approach and kowtowing to players as opposed to sticking to a process. Yeah, The Heat can do it, the Spurs can do it, and that's it. The Heat and the Spurs are the only two teams that have the organizational foundation to say, yeah, we're in charge yeah. and not let one individual player hijack it. The Bucks have sold their soul to Giannis, and he delivered a championship. Yeah, so I get it. it. That said, since then, whether it is Giannis making open threats about, oh, maybe I'll have to leave the Bucks. It's all about putting me in the best position to win, to employing his brother. Dinesis. I mean, again, the Nassus would get his ass kicked in a random YMCA five-on-five game. I believe okay? I could beat him one-on-one. By the accountant by, down the street. I believe Theo I could beat him one-on-one. Theo thinks he can beat the Nassus yeah. one-on-one. No, you and don't. I would, I, I would not, I would not argue that. that. I'm talking about the three-dribble rule. You're wearing a knee sleeve right not now. Her, on, talking on right the radio. Now, last week. 
Last week. I'm hurt right now. I hurt my knee. The nat, how'd you a hurt your knee? Go ahead rule. and tell people how you hurt your Getting knee. Getting out of the chair. That. Getting out of the chair in the ESPN West Palm Studios. Yeah. You hurt your knee. Yeah. And you'd go Wait, ahead and give them. meniscus? I don't know. Issue? I don't know. But I, see, that's what I'm afraid of. But I don't want to get it looked at until after the wedding. I don't want to have to do any serious work. So I got to brace on. Don't, let's not talk about that. I smell an Why? injury emporium stone. <laughs> yeah. I smell oh, an injury emporium. Man. Oh, I smell an injury emporium. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. There's a man down. Theo Dorsey and his knee injured getting up out of his chair in the ESPN West Palm Evan Cohen Memorial Studios is the subject of our Baptist Health Injury Emporium. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, they have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho which recycled coach has gotten one too many chances is doc rivers the mike mccarthy of the nba and can theo beat thanasis and tenant cupo one-on-one eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 3776 Social media at KLV1063. We are off and running. Well, maybe not Theo. On a Wednesday. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Lavica Theo and Stone on ESPN 1063. Stone been reprimanded for his admittance and really just rubbing it in the face of management that he was violating a beverage rule in the ESPN West Palm the Square Studios because I heard who? Dave MacGyver Druda. Oh, who is we talking about? I don't know so, who that so is. So Dave, have we put Dave, Dave MacGyver Druda? Everybody, Hi. Uh, Hi. I told Stone you. I'm assuming you heard me warn Stone about this. I've, not only have I heard you warn him, I've heard dozens of people warn him over the See. course of two years. Mm. Uh-huh. Sometimes you can lead a nitwit to water, but you can't make him not drink, yeah. I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ah, literally. So, that was good. Yeah. so he's being reprimanded. Are you now here for the duration because Stone can't can't sure. follow the rules? I mean, it's always been a dream of mine to run the board for you, Ken Levick and <laughs> Theo Darcy. So here uh, I am living out a lifelong God. goal. Your career peak. Uh, I, I'm so glad to be able to share this uh This is with great. You. Uh so so I was <laughs> I was looking at social media here, uh, and I guess, Dave, weigh in on this if you could. Oh, I'd love to. I have a lot of before opinions. Stone, before Stone got punished because he got cocky, uh, he, he blurted out that Doc Rivers <laughs> is the Mike McCarthy of the NBA. And I thought that was exceptional. And he's actually getting a lot of support on social media. Uh, Barack, not that one, uh, messages in. Perfect match. Each coach has one championship. Doc against the Lakers. McCarthy against the Steelers. A lot of underachievement afterward. I mean, people are supporting Stone's analogy. Do you support Stone's? Not his behavior, but his analogy. (laughs) I support nothing of Stone. (laughs) (laughs) Is Stone dead to you? 
He's no I don't, dead is too painless. I want it to be a long, prolonged <laughs> illness, uh, a festering, uh-huh. a uh, torture, a violent ending to uh, to his life. And all it takes is for that guy to listen. Yeah. All it takes is for that guy to listen, yeah. and he's always trying to find a way. You, you know what this reminds me of, Ken? I, I don't know if you had any younger siblings, um, but this is yes. like when when your little brother you told him not to do something, you warned him multiple times not to do it, and then he right. does it. And then he gets caught, and now you got to watch him be punished. It's like that weird feeling in your gut where you want to help him, you want to save yep. him, but it's too late. Yeah, it, it's well. That happens all the time with my daughters. My youngest daughter, like she's very, she's a bully. Like my youngest daughter is a bully, and she's hard headed, and she wants what she wants. And we keep telling her, "Ask nicely, don't hit." She's getting into this thing <laughs> where she hits, and so don't hit, don't hit. Okay, okay, okay. And then she hits her older sister, and then she gets in trouble, and she gets yelled at, and she goes to a room, and then she cries like she's the victim. No. Listen, damn it, and that's stone. He's, that is stone. You know, you have a guy who's got all the tools. It's like the kid that refused to study in class. Like, he's born with the yep. ability, the yes. natural God-given ability, and yet he won't get out of his own way. He right. refuses to graduate. He refuses to move up a level. Yeah. He's doomed to be... You know what? You never met a garbage man uh, who was, like, way too smart for the job. You go, man, what are you doing in... In, in, in this job, like you should be, you should be a professor at Stanford. That's Stone. That's yeah. Stone. He's doomed to a life of menial labor. And yeah. uh, you know, my car is filthy. I just want to let you know that we'll be working on that here in a little bit. We're going to go <laughs> buff out my wheels, and uh, you know, it's well, I good. Ju- I just he, don't. He deserves it. He, he deserves. And I stand behind you. You as the as the newly minted operations director of ESPN yes. West Palm. I want you to know that you have my unyielding support, Thank and you. I appreciate the job you do. And I will always follow your rules, unlike Stone. You know, it's it it occurred to me that it's inconvenient, right? You don't. Everybody likes to have a drink in front of them yeah. all the time. I do too, right? But we're dealing with these brand new studios. You ever moved what? into a new house and you think? Now's the chance for a hard reset. Like the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of the floors. I'm not gonna yep. scuff the walls. We're gonna really treat this place nice. And you know, eventually, at some point, things will kind of relax a little bit and get back to it. But we're still very much in that in that newlywed phase. And yeah, okay, maybe maybe guys get thirsty. You know, guys get yeah. th- they want to have a sip. Thirsty right now. You're a grown man right. sitting here looking at me, telling me you can't go 20 minutes without right. a beverage. What? Right. Get, bring your diaper to work and a doctor's note, and I'll concede. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I I love this show, but I've had enough. I'm sick of it. This thing can run on its own or not run at all. You, pe- I can't take it anymore. I'm out of here. <laughs> we lost Dave McGrath or Judah. Hey, uh, well, it looks like Theo. Time for you to be in an uncomfortable spot here. I got do, do I have behind to, the board? Do I have to produce? Time, time to uh, this is, time to get behind the board. This is going to be like when the uh, Syracuse football coach told that tight end he's got to line up at quarterback for the uh, Roofflame.com Boca Raton Bowl game. <laughs> Good luck. And he's like, all right, so you want to score zero, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, you so you want it? this to go absolutely terribly? Well, we need someone there. Yeah. That's where we're at right now with this uh, this radio oh, show. Oh, man. Well, Stone Stone doesn't learn, and we so have. he's in timeout. Uh, when, uh, when we're back, return, baby, we're back! Oh, did you, you, we're did back, you finish, baby! Free did Stone! Did washing his car? Did you get the car washed? Listen, I just locked the door, too. So I'm going to go again round two right now and see no. if he can get in here. Wait, is that another me. coffee stone? Where'd you get that coffee from that quick? <laughs> you guys, I, I swear to God, if you leave me doing this show alone from Houston, I'm going to be really, really, really seriously upset with you. Uh, when we come back, the weirdest story I've read this He's week. He's got two coffees now. Wednesday. <laughs> he's double fisting yeah, in he's the double studio. Fisting he's and double wrong right now. He's double breaking the rules. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's Wednesday, which means it's a listening lunch. Will Stone be back? I have no idea. Theo will. I will. Stone, it's a mystery. <laughs> LeVica, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3.